The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine authentic power. And now here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there, and welcome to Leadership for Life. Really pleased to have you here. We explore a range of topics around leadership, whether that's personal leadership or leading others within the family or leading within a business. And today I'm absolutely thrilled to have my guest, Melody Garcia. She is an amazing lady and a very significant and influential leader, but more about her after the break. Businesses all over the world are finding things very challenging at the moment because of the pandemic and the economic downturn. And today's focus is around leadership and how you can be an effective leader and still have a social conscience, how you can be an enlightened leader. And I wanted to explore with you the whole issue around profitability in this first section because I've got over 30 years experience of working with leaders in a whole range of situations and helping businesses become more profitable. The interesting thing is that those business which become the most possible uh, profitable in a sustained way are those businesses that see profits in a much broader context. Let me explain what I mean. For me, profits are not just about the finances. In many ways, the financial profits are the byproduct of a healthy organization run by an enlightened leader. And that's because when you lead in an enlightened way, you recognize that the greatest treasure that you have are your team and that you recognize their potential, you nurture it and you grow it. One of the things that I think has happened and I've noticed um, since the last recession in 2008-9 is there has been a great increase in the number of leaders who just focus on the numerical targets, which are often unrealistic, and they forget about nurturing their people. As a result, depression, anxiety, stress are hugely on the increase, even before the pandemic. Now, you know I'm in the UK, but I think the situation is pretty similar in the US and Canada, and probably all the way around the world. Over half the, anti uh, half the prescriptions that are uh, uh, written out in the UK are for antidepressants, and this is before the pandemic. And when you talk to people about why they're on antidepressants, how they feel about their work, how they're treated at work, is a, a big consideration. It's not the whole picture, but it's a very important component. So when you're talking about the profits within your company, whether you're a small organization or you're a multi-million pound, billion pound conglomerate, the principles, I believe, are actually the same. Enlightened leadership means you have to start with you. 
authenticity and walking your talk are incredibly important. And what you need to be able to do is to do the deep dive work on yourself so that you become the leader in your own life, that you walk your talk, that you understand that taking radical responsibility for your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions, your language and your action is really, really important. When you do that, rather than blaming the workforce or the economic situation, what you recognize is that you have the power within your own role within that company uh, to make a real difference. And interestingly, all of the companies that I've worked with for more than nine, 10 months, and I've worked with many, when they've started to um, use the principles of enlightened leadership, of nurturing and involving staff, not using the form of delegation, which is, well, you know, I'll do it myself because at least I know it's done better or blaming other people when things don't go right. Those leaders who actually engage their staff in a very different way find that not only do staff become more engaged, more motivated and more involved, there's less absenteeism. Productivity goes up and as a result, profits go up, but not at the expense of the well-being of you and your staff, but actually those people who feel valued and feel that they have ownership of the, of the why, the purpose of the business, are able to share their expertise, their enthusiasm, um, and their, their experience to help that business survive and grow and thrive. For me, enlightened leadership is all about integrity. The integrity that your, your people know that you care about them compassion, not only within the business, but in the broader sense. And those of you that have listened to the show since the beginning of the year will know that I'm using the show to help B1G1, more about that later. But when you lead from a place of compassion, then it's, a, it's like magic happening. If people know that you have integrity and that they can trust you, that you respect them and it's a two-way thing, when they know that you have compassion and understand their challenges, it doesn't mean that you don't have high expectations. In fact, quite the opposite, because you can hold people to account in a loving way and they know that you've got their best interests at heart. So they'll take the hard criticism because they know it's delivered from a place of love. The third thing is to actually have the courage to do what's right. I believe we're entering into a whole new normal, a whole new era of consciousness. And many people are becoming more and more awake to the fact that we need to do things differently. We are not isolated beings. So long, you know, we've had competition and being separate and looking at the differences rather than recognizing that we are all connected and that collaboration and being caring it makes good business sense as well as being morally and ethically right. Sometimes you've got to have the courage to step out of your comfort zone, to do something that's different. And that can feel pretty scary. It can feel really uncomfortable. But if you recognize that your comfort zone can become a straitjacket and that that feeling of discomfort is actually because it's unfamiliar rather than because it's dangerous, it gives you an opportunity to expand your comfort zone. 
And it's really interesting that, you know, you step out of your comfort zone and you do something that feels really, really scary. And very quickly, if you keep doing it, it becomes your norm. Your comfort zone expands. You also need the courage that when people tell you that's rubbish, don't do it. Do it the old way because we know that the old way works. Well, I'd question that it works. Look around the world. And I believe that the thinking that got us to this place won't be the, the thinking that gets us out of this place. We need to be creative. You'll have heard on previous programs, I've talked to you about the difference between left brain thinking, which tends to be logical, linear, either or, and very likely to catastrophize, or right brain thinking, which is creative, where you find the solutions, where you are able to think outside the box and come up with new ways of doing things. And ideally, what we need are both, okay? So, when we are in a position where we are stressed and anxious, we tend to go into left brain. And it's recognizing that sometimes you need the courage to step out of that stuff that you've always done. You need the courage to recognize that people will often want you to stay in the same place because that makes them feel safe. The courage to take a chance, the courage to be able to say, do you know that's not worked, but I've really learned from it and I could do things differently next time. When you have the courage to do that and you come from a place of compassion and love rather than from fear, when you have true integrity, when you're authentic, then magic happens. And every company I've worked with where they have used those principles have become significantly more profitable financially as a result. After the break, we're going to be talking with Melody. She is an amazing lady. And she talks about social lead. Uh, let me get this right. Social, wrong piece of paper. She's gonna, where are we? Social conscious leadership, social conscious leadership. So in the next couple of minutes while we've got the adverts and so on, I want you to think about what do you mean by social conscious leadership? I think it's the same as enlightened leadership, but I know that from my conversation with Melody that we're going to find out so much more. Don't go away. We'll see you in a couple of minutes after the advert. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. 
Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving. The five secret pathways to happiness, success, and fulfillment provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-you.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there. I am so excited to be able to introduce my guest to you. Now, again, if you watch the show, you'll know that I'll read the bio because they're just so rich and I don't want to miss anything. As you listen to this, just think about the achievements of this, this lady. Melody Garcia is an international best-selling author, award-winning sought-after keynote speaker, thought leader, writer, international media icon, transformational catalyst coach, and humanitarian. She's been recognized and awarded as one of the top 100 most influential Filipino-Americans in a decade, and one of the top 10 in 2020. She's created a dynamic ripple effect of impact in her multimedia handlings, one of the best result-driven proven coaches in the world, a humanitarian and an international best-selling author whose book was accepted in the US Library of Congress. With over 20 years in Fortune 100 corporate management and leadership, Melody has a proven track record of building winning sales teams, business processes, coaching, development and mentorship, an extensive experience in hiring practices, call center management, and so much more. Led by her humanitarian heart, Melody founded the 14th Congressional Advocacy Team for, the, for UNICEF. Known as UNICEF Unite, it's based in Orlando, Florida, and represents 192 countries in global advocacy platforms. An international media powerhouse, Melody's award-winning articles and TV show exposed her to increased global connectivity and reach. Melody has had an incredible opportunity of securing world-exclusive interviews with iconic influencers. She's a global speaker, polarizing her audience across international auditoriums and stages with her platform messages. She shared the stage with the world's greatest motivational speaker, Les Brown, and shared empowerment platforms with the United State of Women with Michelle Obama, Jane Fonda, Tanara Burke, and other iconic legends. Simply put, her message drives people to global change, massive actions, and standing ovations. Wow. So I'd like to welcome Melody Garcia. Hi there. Hi, everyone. How are you? It's great to see you here. Now, we've got a short amount of time, so I'd like to crack on and get straight to it. Absolutely. I'd like you, if you wouldn't mind, to share your story of how you um, engaged in um, international um, humanitarian work, because it is just so inspiring. Um, so would you mind sharing that before we get on to the business of, of um, leadership? 
you know, without going too much into my background in the past, but let's go back to 2013 was the activation of what I call full purpose calling, the social conscious leadership, when I realized I, a single person, have the ability to create some massive ripple effect to help humanity. And it started with a storm in the Philippines called Typhoon Haiyan where massive lives were lost. Massive lives were lost. And I ended up not paying attention to mainstream media because of this, I call discernment, being divinely led to watch, of all things, um, basically a streamed interview that's happening in Philippines, which is via the internet. It was just a prompting. I followed that and it led me to this just soul-breaking story of a woman who lost her two children and amongst the devastation and just listening to just the massive desperate need for help of how can God have her survive the most tragic loss of losing her children, her husband, her home. Why, what was her purpose of continuing on living? And that activated something in me that led me to this, and I'm gonna say this openly, a prayer that went, help me help them and activate all the gifts you've given me to help me reach them. That led to the formation of what I call the Miracle Benefit Concert called One Night, One Voice, with this whisper of 20, and I thought originally I was supposed to just invite 20 people in three weeks without spending a single penny. This comes into a full-blown concert being sponsored by like companies like Pepsi who just heard about me through word of mouth. And that number 20, that number 20 that kept being whispered, which I thought was supposed to be the people I invited, yes. actually was the true north of where that, what I thought was going to be small that turned out big scale because One Night, One Voice became the beacon. I will just say that a beacon that ended up aiding and saving over 20,000 lives halfway around the world of boots to the ground impact, all because I said, yes, I wanted to rise up. Yes, I want to create a change, but I was still working for corporate America then. 2018, when the shaking of the foundation, because there's the saying that goes, God will start closing doors on you and if you continue to refuse to move in the direction he wants you to. So I did this as a single mother, leaving a very comfortable, high paying job of going, oh my goodness, I'm about to jump into this entrepreneurship and took the leap of faith to the unknown. That opened up to the other resume um, info that you sent and it led me to find um, start, starting UNICEF, which is a volunteer team here in Orlando that led us to the steps of Capitol Hill, meeting with members of Senate and Congress offices for the last four years in children global advocacy and retaining their funding. It led me to speaking. It led me to media. It led me to everything else that became a ripple effect of now standing on the platform of social conscious leadership. It's an amazing story. And I think there's so much richness in there. You know, people who are listening to this and think, yeah, but she was already successful, how about me? And I think one of the things that's, that I am so passionate about mm -hmm. is that we each of us have the power to make a difference. Absolutely. Spend the night in a room with a mosquito and know that tiny things can have profound effects. Obviously we want much more positive effects. So could you explain for us what you mean by your title this, the conscious social leadership. Yes, yeah, so social conscious leadership. Oh, wrong way around. Oh. Social, it's a mouthful. Social <laughs> conscious leadership 
summarizes this. You know, you found inspiration in a fortune cookie. There, there's a lot of motivational speakers that inspires. But the question I challenge is, but does it transform? There's such a big difference between inspiration and transformation. I focus on transforming lives by empowering others through my journey, through my story. That is what's built as a foundation in my coaching. I want all my clients, all my mentees, as I call them, right, to have such a significant legacy impact by finding their true God-given purpose, combining it with their gifts, and then launching them into impact. It's, it goes beyond just mindset and personal development. And in fact, I'm very proud to say that all of them in different parts of the world are duplicating the things I've done and positioned to do so. So social conscious leadership is literally a call to rise up and help transform lives because there's also another quote that says, let's leave better children, you know, let's leave be a better word for our children right? Yeah. A better world for our children, where I challenge that and say, why don't we leave better children for our world? I couldn't agree with you more. And I think one of the reasons why I was so thrilled to have you on the show is that the principles by which you are living and working resonate and mimic my own. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I, I, I want to ask you, because I'm sure there are people sitting here saying, yeah, but... And so for me, I think it's the inspiration is one thing, but it's transitory right. unless you choose to take action. Absolutely. And it's not just action, courage. Trust yep. me, leaving a corporate job after yes. being in corporate for over 20 years in management and leadership, going from, again, that comfortable salary straight to zero takes yep. a lot of courage and faith and trust in the unknown. But when I look at my history, destiny has always been calling. And it's all tied to the God-given gifts. You know, I never looked at me as successful, right? Mm -hmm. People, I mean, if you look at the resume and, and the bio, absolutely, everything's pointing checkbox, checkbox. But it wasn't met because of lack of adversity. And I, I want to be fully transparent here. It wasn't met because of lack of adversity, lack of judge or, or lack of judgments and criticisms from other people. But you know what's beautiful about this is I know the journey that my life has taken. I've seen glimpses of impact along the way. So it never became the loud noises on the external. It all became of whom can I serve and the heart and the epitome of servant leadership. So when I go on stages, I basically have this message. I serve from the trenches, meaning boots on the ground, to the global stages for the same message. If 2020 has taught us anything, Gina, about leadership, as everybody was screaming, pivot here, pivot there. And I'm like, how are you going to pivot to something so unknown using the old mechanics? Yeah, I agree with you. Failed. It was literally being able to pull back, observe, right? And say, how can I serve at the highest level of integrity and align it with, in my case, kingdom platform truths, right? Because if I look at the history called the Bible, Jesus served with compassion, you, you, you nailed it in your intro. It was met with compassion, with love, without criticism of speaking what is true. 2020, it became even more pivotal for the prior messages I had sent to the world where I did say one, uh, you know, sharing this, this message I heard before, sharing it on stages and, and in media is this, it doesn't matter whether you're in first class of an airplane or an economy because the destination of the plane remains the same, doesn't it? Absolutely. Or whether you're wearing a Timex or a Rolex, because the time, the 24 hours, seven days a week, remains the same for everybody, doesn't it? 
But people have gotten so caught up in raising the standards of living because all you hear is wealth building, wealth building, wealth building, which is fine. You need it. But in raising the standards of living, people have forgotten to raise the standards of life. And if 2020 had taught us anything, imagine all the materialistic things that you have tried to accumulate gathering dust and toilet paper became the rarest commodity that everybody <laughs> was fighting over. All of a sudden, celebrity status meant nothing compared to the, to the frontline workers, those garbage collectors, the sanitary workers, the food grocery stock clerks became the most critical frontline. It's interesting because I've got mm -hmm. several articles which are saying exactly the yeah. same thing. Who would have thought that bin men and shopkeepers and uh, the, the porters in hospitals would suddenly be given the credit that they've always deserved? Absolutely. And the Long change needed. in terms of, of, our, of rec mm -hmm. people recognising what's truly important has been one of the really good things that's come out of a, of a terribly difficult situation. Yes. And if you look at it from the standpoint of, you know, absolutely for your calling, for your purpose, whatever leadership scale that you're on, you are needed. You are needed. And the amount of respect and the amount of compassion that is needed, that there's friends of mine whose nonprofit literally went from serving a thousand people a month for 20,000 monthly. Yeah. Because of a significant need, there's a new rise for social conscious leader, which is, what is the impact, social conscious impact, not just profitability of a company or your business, but literally the impact. How do you continue to give back and serve while gaining the momentum for your business goals and business plans as well? So since we're into this new era of 2020 into 2021, people were doing the, it's a new year, it's going to be different. I'm like, no, it's not. It's only going to be different if you make it different, right. isn't it? You have to adjust. You have to face the uncomfortable. A lot of entrepreneurs and even business people and, and that, that knows this, you know, that you face the uncomfortable, but you have to have the courage and you have to take the risk because if not, then you're stuck to your old story. You're stuck to your old past. You're stuck to the old um, complacency, right? People will okay. always, always, and, and Gina, you know this, people will always judge you for your past. Yep. And moreover, not don't do external people judge you for your past, but most people judge oh. themselves by their past and they're often the worst critics. I'm going to give Elena Cardone, who I shared the stage with and had an interview with for her own TV show, a shout out for this. And she nailed it. The enemy usually comes from within. Absolutely. Within empire within the family within the kingdom because external people we don't keep really much pay attention to what they're saying but when the attacks are coming from the inner circle inner company inner family in a self oh in yourself that is yeah. enough to derail everything so you need to have that discipline and trust and say all right here's my purpose here's my impact here's my destiny and i'm gonna shush the noises, because I've had to go through that too. And again, in full transparency of being human, right? Yeah. I had to shush the noises in my head and my heart and look at the impact. I had to shush the family members that were doing this, who knew maybe 25% of the things that I have done. Yes. <laughs> because they, there's a lot that they don't know what I'm even doing at this point, And I love them, you know, uh, but I have to keep going. 
because it's never about them anymore. It's about the people who needs you the most. You have everything in you and they're waiting for you to rise up because every day you delay more people suffer. I think time is hugely of the essence. Mm -hmm. I believe that we are moving into a very new era, one where I believe that those people who are awake and conscious and recognizing that there is a job to do and that it's their job to do it, to be the leader of leaders. Time is of the essence. And if you delay, not only are you, in a sense, hurting yourself, but you're also delaying the movement of humanity forward. All those people you would have helped, but you're pontificating and prevaricating and you know, engaging in self-sabotage. Yes. I have this coffee mug I got for, for someone special in my life. It actually says chaos coordinator. It's, it's just, <laughs> I love it. And I looked at this and I said, hmm, one day when I saw that, I was like, I have to get that. Because right now with, with, with the climate of the world, there's so many people that are so reactive. And, and when I say, and also false predictive, yep. right? The chaos that they instigate even just yep. by social media posts, that reaction, 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 do you have what it takes to coordinate it into peace? Do you have what it takes to lead by example? You can't be attacking others and then saying, well, follow me, right? But can you, in the life that you have led and continue to lead, can you be that example for others to then rise up to, mo to model? Right. If you want to partner with you, want to collaborate with these. So many people are so after that title, the, the clout, the the, you know, hashtag influencer. But it's about ego then, isn't it? It's oh, about it and in my experience working with people, that comes from a place that you don't have a great relationship with yourself. Absolutely. It's why the deep inner work is so important. The, the validation of self. I must post on things that I don't own. I must post my Louis Vuitton that I'm probably still trying to pay for next to my Mercedes-Benz emblem to show my nails. It didn't serve well last year. No. It's not going to serve well going in the, in the future. Everything has dynamically changed. Who you are in integrity is going to shine out. You know, people are trying to pay a lot of people to be interviewed. That's part of the business of being recognized, you know. But you're going to come to a point that you can only, and I want to say this clearly, you can only carry a lie for so long until things start falling apart. When you serve at the highest level of integrity, and you're consistent because it's part of who you yeah. are. I love what you said about ego, because ego to me means edging the good and God out. I have a theory. Mm -hmm. My theory is that you should leave your ego under the pillow with your nighty or your pajamas. It has a purpose and your mm -hmm. ego in terms of keeping you, you safe. And as far as that, that, that's really important. But ultimately, I think one of the things that's happened, particularly in the last 50 years, mm -hmm. is celebrity status, the oh, need yeah. to be seen, the need to um, to give people a perception of you, mm -hmm. which is based on an illusion. And more importantly, that you believe that that's what's important. So you're entering into that illusion mm -hmm. is hugely damaging. It, I talked before the break about how many people are on antidepressants. Mm -hmm. And I believe that one of the reasons why people get depressed is because they are not living in alignment right. with who they are meant to be. 
and not only depression um you know a special bracelet here that says what if suicide yeah wasn't it, an option the, the most suicide common, rates are there too the most common reason for men dying in the uk under 42 age 42 that's just such a waste oh, and even asia children from age 10 to 9 to 21. it's criminal um, isn't it it is it is because again the expectations of who you should be dictated by influencers hashtag status that's why my call out is stop being an influencer and posting all this awards that you more than likely paid for i know the industry right is this be a transformational catalyst because when you become a transformational yeah. catalyst and i'm going to give this to your audience and my audience the deepest pain that you have experienced in your life becomes the catalyst to your purpose absolutely agree with you it's you know one of those things that i i believe that when you can identify your purpose and mm -hmm. i think you need to allow yourself the quiet to listen to that inner voice i think there's so much white noise and people are so frightened of being quiet and still that mm -hmm. they look for distractions which mean they can't hear that voice they can't. that that just leads to great unhappiness oh absolutely see look there was a lot of self-doubt when i left corporate but i knew that i had the technical foundations of the training and everything i've given and i've learned i have the certification so to speak but yeah. the one thing that i have learned in this journey of entrepreneurship and where god had taken my life right meeting with world leaders never thought i'd meet the dalai lama never thought i'd have a private meeting with the princes of morocco to discuss children refugee never thought that even right now more interviews are lining up right countries there's several countries now asking me to speak on their platforms I, I no longer have to chase this. This things will happen in the natural. Why stay in integrity, stay in faith? The one thing I have learned in my faith journey in, in all this is God doesn't call him the qualified, he qualifies the called. Prior to the lockdown that happened last year, right? The last stage I spoke on as a keynote closing speaker was Harvard University. I'm too credit shy of not finishing my bachelor's degree. Technically, <laughs> when you look at it, I had no business being at Harvard, teaching other Ivy League alumni from Yale and everybody that came. But it had nothing to do with certifications because just because you're certified doesn't mean you're qualified. It had everything to do with experience. It had everything to do with impact. It had everything to do why those calls are coming in, why those doors are, you know, are continuing to open. It has everything to do when it boils down to this. How may I serve you? How can I add value in your life, your company? How can I help transform you into the leader that you are to be, right? When, when the focus became that, all the other noises, all the other checkboxes, all the other things started fading. Those accolades that you read off, people started noticing, I didn't have to self-promote. I don't have a marketing team strategist, right? the credibility of your work paves such the way because it becomes word of mouth of look at the track record of what this woman has done in serving others right and it wasn't just about humanitarianism god gave me the ability i guess he knew that i could handle it to now go into the media space like you but it wasn't it didn't stop in a tv show it didn't stop in a podcast it became magazine magazines as well right so it became a multimedia platform 
everything that you have gone through for to the audience that are probably struggling like how do i define success i don't have the money for this start with looking and working in you but also say how may i serve you the quality of your questions determines the response you're going to get it's a real uh, you're offering people i think the biggest potential gift mm -hmm. that they could ever have it's a message that resonates with my own and I think it's so important. And I think particularly when the chip, chips are down, because that's when the greatest opportunities are offered. My and encouragement to you, to everyone right now, that's trying to find who are you in this world or how do I take my game to the next level? Silence the noises of the criticisms because at the end of the day, it's between you, the mirror that you look at, and God and surround yourself. It is so true, so critical to surround yourself with people that will speak life into yours, that have gone through the through the messes, through their own crisis and where they are at currently in their life, right? The, the famous quote of you are the sum average of who you surround yourself with. It's very true. Very, very true. Now we're reaching the end of our time together and so one of the things I'm very keen to do is to are there any other messages that you would like to give and also when you've done that where people can find you. Yes so the other messages is again I mean I pretty much covered the basics here right is dare to go after your destiny. Think of legacy, think of legacy impact versus just profitability. The legacy will be there. You, Sir Richard Branson dropped out of college, I don't think even maybe high school, but he, he left to start something in his garage, right? Yeah. Invest your time, not just educating yourself, but serving, right? Serving is where it starts because you're when you're able to look at reality and the trench work and the boots yeah. of the groundwork, it changes the dynamics of how you're gonna show up for the world. I never would have thought I'd be on the steps of Capitol Hill. I'm the least bit political person. And here I am meeting with members of Senate, Congress, and all those people, yeah. right? World leaders, just because the truth of who I am was divinely guided and I learned to shut down because whom I serve was more critical than the people that were you know, <laughs> feeding all those noises. But at the end of that, in my case, and, and you know, you're absolutely entitled to your beliefs. I always say this, when you serve God first, when you put God first and service to humanity second, it's quite interesting what happens because he will always put you first in favors. To find me, melodygarcia.org. Connect with me on Facebook, please. Messenger, um, I do respond to them organically. <laughs> Email's probably the worst time they try to get hold of me, but I do respond to them too. But again, just have faith, have faith. And I want to give a big shout out to you, Gina, because my heart, my heart just exploded in so many different um, directions. When I saw the sponsorship by B1G1, I, I have to say this was a first for me. I've done a lot of interviews, but saying that my appearance here helps unlock, you know, basically humanitarian aid. And I chose the Philippines because it's my home country. That, yep. that appearance here. So for those that are watching this, please share this out because this has nothing to do about just me and Gina's leadership. But literally my, my, my time here spent with Gina, beautiful time, is unlocking meals for children in the Philippines. It's already being sponsored by B1G1, but there's more children that is in need. So share out the message because this is how you make impact. 
The other thing is for every guest, guests get a choice of three impacts through buy yeah. one, give one. If you're a business owner, it's a great thing. You'll find the details in the show notes. You can go and join. Now, one of the things about it is for every business that joins and mentions that they join through me, we see the ripple effect and you yeah. get on the site to see how many impacts. So I had Masami Sato as my guest on the 31st of December. She is the person who set up B1G1, an amazing lady. I urge you to go and have a look it'd be great if you could use my code number because that way i can see the impact of this show so my guests get a choice of three and then for every hundred viewers who watch live or who download the show then that will unlock other impacts and i choose a different project every month so even by listening you are making a positive impact leaving a living legacy there we go and if you wanted to be a social conscious leader there's the start share the show because by participating in this my goodness like i said i was a kid in the candy store when i read that email of saying choose one of the charities because your appearance now lends aid and that is absolutely incredibly amazing and just what a blessing to give back because in blessing others not only do you become the blessing i promise you i promise you i promise you the blessings will come back to you in ways you've never even expected. My father used to have a saying, cast yeah. your bread upon the water and it will come back to you 10,000 fold. Oh, yes. And you know, there's, there's over 8,000 promises, 8,000 promises in the Bible. God has never broken one and he intends to keep it. And I just wanted you to ground yourself in that. Um, follow me for if there's any way I can serve you in, in coaching, consulting, mentorship, speaking, or just speaking life into you. There's so many people that is in need of who we are, of who you are specifically. So my challenge to you today is completely rise up, take courage, know that everything will work out for good because Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says God, trust in that. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute blessing. Um, I thank you and I'm sure that people will go and connect with you and we're both in the same game. We both want the living legacy that we lead to make a, a positive difference and to serve others. So thank you so much. Yeah. Don't go away. There's still some more to come after the break. Thanks very much. See you in a minute. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. 
Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving. The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there. What an amazing lady. And I want to just spend the last few minutes of the show talking to you about legacy. You know, a lot of people, when they think about legacy, think about what am I going to leave in my will? You know, what am I going to die or do when I die? But for me, the principle is about how do you create a living legacy? Well, you don't actually need to create it. You are creating a legacy every time you open your mouth or you keep quiet, every time you take an action or not. If you think about it, we, very few of us at least, live completely without any interaction with other people. So we have a legacy that is for us in terms of our choices. Remember, everything that we do is our choice and every choice has consequences. So the legacy of eating too many donuts is a big waistline. The legacy of that internal chatter that is destructive is that you're feeling bad. But I want to focus on the legacy that you leave with other people. I want you to think about the words that you use, the tone of voice that you use. Because every time you say an unkind word to someone else, you are leaving a legacy. There is a ripple that goes out to that person that you have spoken to that leaves them feeling lesser. In the same way, every time that you say something constructive, positive, affirmative to that other person, you help them feel better. You have the power on a moment by moment basis to leave a legacy which is not about money. How often are you critical? And I want you to think about what's at the basis of being critical. How often do you feel that you need to be seen to be right and that you will argue and argue and argue? And in the end, you might win the battle, but you lose the war and you certainly damage the relationship. I believe that, you know, being seen, the need to be seen to be right is highly overrated. Recognizing that you choose those times when it's really important, and I mean really critical, that you are seen to be right. And if you're, you know, a pilot, I want you to be right. If you are talking about something where, you know, safety is involved, of course you need to be right. But for the most part, when people are arguing about what's right and wrong, what they're actually saying is it's just different. And if you look at the tensions that there are around the world with people having different opinions, one of the legacies that you can leave that leaves a really positive mark is to be able to disagree with someone, whether it's about politics, religion, or how you bring up kids or whatever, and agree to differ. And so it doesn't become this, I'm right, you're wrong. 
but also in your actions. So as I've said, joining B1G1 for me was a way of uh, enabling what I did to have a positive impact and in a way that perhaps on my own, I wouldn't know where to start. But they have hundreds of projects around the world and they break them down into individual units which become very affordable. So, you know, if you wanted to get involved in that, that would be great. But if you're in a neighborhood where everybody's in lockdown, you know, how about giving a neighbor a phone call and saying, are you okay? Or I'm going shopping, can I get you something? How about smiling when you meet people in the street? I know that's hard with masks, but just saying hi and giving a wave. You don't know whether that person has spoken to anyone during the day or not. Every action you take has the capacity to leave a, le a living legacy. My challenge to you is leave a living legacy in everything you say and everything you do. Be the leader of your own life. Take control, social conscience in a leadership role as a person or as a business is so important. Thanks so much for joining me. Please share these programs. The more people that listen, the more genuinely you will donate to B1G1 and together we can make a huge impact. But remember, it's time for you to step into being the leader in your own life. Thanks very much. Bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.